Welcome to the Black Girl Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk about silence and the painful weight silence carries in our community and particularly for us as Black women. I've mentioned this before, but there's a quote by Zora Neale Hurston that I hold near and dear to my heart. And it says, if you are silent about your pain, they'll kill you and say you enjoyed it. And when I think about the experience of black women and how many of us are so silent or feel silenced, whether it's the fact that black women historically don't speak up about their pain and don't go to annual doctor's visits. And as a result, black women are much less likely to be believed in the medical community when they express their pain, right? There's a lot of ways in which the culture encourages silence. And there's a lot of ways that we are silent to our own detriment. And so today I want to talk about how to opt out of silence and focus in on speaking up and speaking out about the abuse that Black women are facing today and have faced for many years, particularly when it comes to domestic violence and sexual assault. Now, I will say there's a trigger warning here for those of you who have experienced it. And as I go over the statistics, there are many of us who have been victimized by either domestic violence or sexual assault. I will provide helplines and hotlines at the close of this podcast to tell you where to go if you want to talk more about this and to get help through reliable, competent sources. But I want to put that out there that if this is a hard episode for you to listen to, then by all means, take care of yourself. What made me feel compelled to speak about this is the fact that in our culture now, there are becoming more and more conversations about the abuse that Black women face, whether it be the Mute R. Kelly movement or the docuseries on Bill Cosby. There has been a growing kind of outcry to really highlight and focus in on the ways that Black women are mistreated and particularly how they are abused. And in this case, it's by two prominent Black men that I mentioned, but really by all men. And the statistics back up what we are seeing in the culture as far as the outcry. That 40% of Black women will experience domestic violence in their lifetime. And that's in comparison to 31% of all women. So Black women are more likely to experience domestic violence. And that in this case, 53% of those who experience domestic violence are experiencing psychological abuse, verbal threats, withholding money, stalking behavior. And 42% of that number have experienced physical abuse. The statistics also tell us that when it comes to violence against women, Black women are two and a half times more likely to be murdered by the men who abuse them than white women. So violence against Black women is not just historical, going back to times of slavery, but at present, a very real problem. We're talking about sexual abuse and sexual assault. 
the numbers are equally as painful and as startling. One out of five Black women are survivors of rape. That's 20%. For every four girls, one of them is going to be sexually abused before the age of 18. And even more startling, for every Black woman who reports a rape, 15 Black women do not. And so we know that an overwhelming amount of us as Black women have experienced physical, psychological, or sexual abuse in our lives, and yet so few of us talk about it in the community. It is a dark secret that we are uncomfortable expressing, whether it be that we we deal with that by making humor out of it, particularly when it comes to physical violence. I don't think the community laughs about sexual assault. But oftentimes, Black women are hesitant to come forward because they don't believe they will be believed. They don't believe it'll be taken seriously. And culturally, we've been conditioned to be silent about our pain. And as a result, we are often in a forgotten corner when we see these movements of Me Too, which though was started by a Black woman, was co-opted for a time and, and the face of Me Too were white women for a very long time, that we are kind of relegated to the corners of society when it comes to talking about our pain and the ways that we've conditioned to not be, to not have our pain valued or responded to or respected. So I want to take the next couple of minutes to talk about what, what happens if you know someone who's been sexually or physically abused or is in an abusive relationship, what to do if you have been a victim of abuse and you are a survivor of that abuse and how to fi- find a path toward healing. And these podcast episodes are short. So by no means is this an expectation that this one episode is going to give you all the tools you need to heal. Rather, I want this episode to be about having and starting the hard conversation in our community about abuse, about how many of us are suffering in silence and how many of us are having undue anxiety and depression that can be tied back to the effects of abuse that was not our fault, how many of us are dealing with guilt. This is about starting that conversation and providing resources for where to go if you are experiencing trauma responses due to past abuse. So the first thing you want to talk about is what to do if we observe someone in an abusive relationship. Perhaps we see a friend or we're concerned about them and we know that they're in a relationship that's not healthy. One of the things to do, there's there's many, but just a couple to let you know how to handle that is really make time to start a conversation. And this can be one of the most difficult things to do. It can be as simple as I'm worried about you because, and you might say you've noticed that they're wearing clothes that covers up bruises or a person's personality has radically changed. You used to be so lively and now you're you're quiet, you're withdrawn. 
if the person talks to you and receives that question, you know, when that probing, listen and understand that they may say that they are happy with the part their partner. They do not think that there's anything wrong with the relationship. And let that person kind of vent. Make sure you understand, ask clarifying questions, but you let them vent. It's really important that if you are concerned about a person, learn the early warning signs of what abuse looks like. If you are someone who's not sure if you're in an abusive relationship, here's some early warning signs to let you know, particularly when it comes to emotional signs. Have you felt more withdrawn than normal or observed a friend being overly apologetic or meek? Is there a change in your sleeping or eating patterns? Do you have a loss of interest of activities you once cared about or observed someone that you think's in an abusive relationship acting that way? Have they become withdrawn? They keep to themselves. They cancel appointments to hang out or spend time. They do this at the last minute. They're late often. And they're very, very private, where once they may have been more of an open book, they are increasingly more private. Obviously, there's physical signs on the body. Marks on the neck is concerning. Sprained wrists, bruises on arms, busted lips, black eyes. If you have observed any of these things or feel that you have ex- are experiencing those things, you may be in an abusive relationship. If you've observed these things in yourself or in a friend, uh, it is a, it's a sign that you may be in an abusive relationship, particularly the physical markers or giveaways, but the emotional ones too are something we should be concerned about. People who experience sexual assault are also as likely to be withdrawn after an assault to change and have a radical change in personality as well, changes in sleep and eating patterns. These may be a sign that someone's experiencing traumatic stress response due to sexual assault. So what do we do if we have observed this in ourselves or in someone we care about? How do we, how do we stop remaining silent? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, Therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash burnout. Our lives are filled with compromise, but one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-G-B. ZocDoc.com slash B-G-B. And how do we opt out of silence about our pain and opt into giving ourselves a voice? Well, there are many ways to do this, both anonymously and publicly. Oftentimes people think speaking up and speaking out is an extreme. It means going to the police, it means telling friends and family, it means starting a blog or speaking loudly, we think of the different movements. And absolutely those are more than acceptable ways to be, to give ourselves a voice and to opt out of silence about our pain. But there are other ways to give voice to your trauma and to your pain. And things can be done in steps. Most women opt out of reporting their assault to law enforcement. And there's no judgment either way if that's a decision you make. But there are plenty of other places to report and to get confidential services. So for the first way to do that is by all means contact and speak up and speak out via hotlines. B, you can be anonymous and speak up and speak out. If you've been the victim of a sexual assault, you can call 1-800-656-HOPE. That's 1-800-656-HOPE. And that can be, and that's access to the RAIN, the Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network. That is a free hotline that allows you to talk to trained professionals about your sexual assault to get resources, including mental health services, without having to make a report to law enforcement, to have a listening ear, and to get all the tools you need to begin healing. If you have been a victim or you know someone who's been a victim of domestic violence, there's also a hotline for that as well, which is 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-SAFE. And that allows you to also talk to trained professionals without reporting the incident to law enforcement to get the help you need, as well as being connected to resources. You can go to the websites if you don't want to talk. The hotline.org is the website for the domestic violence information and RAIN, R-A-I-N-N.org is the website for sexual assault 
those two websites, there's no shortage of chat, call, and text options. You can reach out any way you feel comfortable. At the end of the day, speaking up and speaking out doesn't mean making public announcements. It means saying out loud to anyone, even an anonymous voice on the other end of a phone or on the other end of a computer screen, what has happened to you so that you can begin the road to healing. That's the part that people forget is that healing doesn't start until silence ends. How you tell your story and who you tell your story to is completely in your control and completely up to you. But it starts by telling someone. When we carry around the shame or the guilt of abuse, or we carry around the shame or the guilt of seeing someone we care about being abused, it eats away at us. It destroys who we are on the inside. And it robs us of our birthright, which I've said over and over again is joy and beauty and community. It keeps us locked in struggle keeps us locked in taking less and carrying the burdens, struggling against the burdens that we have placed upon us that aren't ours to carry. And so as I close up this episode, I want you to know that if you have experienced sexual assault or domestic violence, you are not alone. Part of this podcast is to create a community. You can reach out and reach out via DMs anonymously to myself to let us know at any time. Also to know that you can start with these resources, the RAIN hotline at RAIN.org, the domestic violence hotline at thehotline.org where you'll find the phone numbers I've mentioned, chat and text options as well. Please do not be silent. Do not allow people to silence you and do not be silenced. Speak up and out and get the help you need. This topic of silence is something I'm going to come back to over and over again throughout the length and the life of this podcast. There are so many ways I feel Black women have been silenced. And while today we've started the conversation on domestic violence and sexual assault, it won't be the last conversation. And also it will go into deeper topics as we move along about the ways that we are silencing each other, the way that we do not stand up and protect women and each other against violence, against disrespect, against misogyny. More to come on this topic that's near and dear to my heart. But in the interim, I wanna encourage you to opt out of silence and opt into speaking up and speaking out and, and giving yourself a voice and using the tools that have been discussed. So that's it for today's podcast. Until we speak again, take care of yourself and take care of each other.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.